0: Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to stay on the political, right? We're going to talk about a video that was made by Mario Van Peebles as he's shading 50 Cent for coming out and saying that he's going to support Donald Trump because he feels like the taxes is going to be a little too high in Biden's plan, right? So, Mario Van People's felt the need to take to Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and to make a seven-minute video about his feelings on 50 Cent and supporting Trump and how 50 Cent, right, the New York-based rapper and entertainment mogul in general should support Biden and he gives a list of reasons why he should be supporting Biden along with other people of color, right? So the video is like seven minutes long and we're going to play the video in its entirety, right? I'm going to chop it up, don't stopping like at the three minute mark because he shift gears. But the first portion of his video, he talks about the greatness of Biden and the Democrat party and elevation and evolving so let's just um, hear the brother out and let's just play the video now
1: i'm gonna say a few things it's probably gonna get misinterpreted but trust me i mean it with love all right when you're a director on the set and you're a man of color and you're reasonably accessible folks drift over to you little by little and you become by default the resident blackologist they want to know your perspective and if you have one you have the chance to raise consciousness so they know i directed 50 Cent in a movie called All Things Fall Apart. And lately they've been coming to me saying, yo, your boy 50, man. He's like, says he might vote for Trump because he doesn't want to make, pay more taxes. If you pay make crazy money, you might pay a little more taxes. And he doesn't want to become 20 Cent. Well, that's funny. And 50 likes to play with the media. And then they asked me, well, what was it like directing him? What was he like as a human being? And I said, man, look, I don't know the brother super well, but... He had crazy great work ethic. He did everything he said he would do. It was a pleasure to act beside him and a pleasure to direct him. That's the truth. But even good brothers and sisters can get lost and blinded by the money God. When you inherit the values of the people that would buy and sell you and your people, what have you become? little mini black robots little modern day Uncle Toms echoing the colonizers points of view right I think that racism is right next door to sexism which is around the corner from classism and the eventual destruction of mother nature herself yeah if we follow the colonizer we all go to hell together black, white, rich or poor Okay. Now everyone can evolve and grow. I've made lots of mistakes. I like to think that I uh, continue to evolve and grow. Joe Biden made some mistakes too. He, that, that crime bill thing he signed on to didn't work out well and he knows it and admits it. But he evolved and grew enough that the first brother who ever became president of the United States picked him, picked Joe Biden to be his running mate. And they did a great job. They were a good team. They stopped the pandemic. Huh? They kept us out of a financial crisis, huh? And they got healthcare for people even with pre-existing conditions, right? They did a lot. Biden saw that and he grew. And what else did he see? He said, now this is a conscious brother, but but Obama is smart enough to surround himself and listen to a super conscious, smart black woman, right? He recognized the power of the black woman. He listened to Michelle. So what did Biden do? He gets in there now and he we need him now. And what does he do? He picks Kamala Harris to be his Michelle, not his wife, but to help him stay on track, to help him be plugged in, to help him stay conscious of what where we are. That's growth. Let's go to Trump's past. Trump.
0: All right, let's let's stop it there, right? Because that's like the first half of the seven minute interview, self-interviewing that Van Peebles is, um, is providing to us right through his social media handles so let's back up a little bit because he was just going into this thing about consciousness and Obama had this strong black woman next to him and that made him conscious and Joe Biden is somehow taking the template that Obama put forward and he's going to pick a strong black woman in Kamala Harris to run as his running mate to lead the free world Okay, since when did Kamala Harris become conscious? Typically, her family makeup, the husband that she chose, doesn't necessarily represent someone in, we call conscious. So what is Van Peebles calling consciousness now? Right? She didn't marry an original man. She married a so-called white man. Let's be clear on that. Um, we're not going to play the race game, but we just got to point out the facts. Kamala Harris is not a black woman. She's not. She went to an HBCU. We respect that. She made a lot of accomplishments in her career. We respect that, right? She's East Indian. She is not a black American woman. She does not come from the plantation. She's not foundational black American. She's not Ados. Right? In fact, she swore in into Congress as a Indian woman. The record is there. The video was there. That's how she went into politics. That's how she went into her position as a senator. As an Indian American woman through that class, not black American woman. All that black Greek stuff didn't matter anymore. Right. But listen, I don't want to play the, she's not really black game. She's really East Indian game because here's why. See, when we talk about real American history, right, Africans were on the plantations in British colonial America, right? Not only was Africans on the plantations, East Indians was with us. See, that's the part we don't know. That's not taught in the history books. They're not, they don't teach that in school, right? You got to dig that out yourself. So, when we were told by our grandmamas that she was Indian, we just thought that she meant like Cherokee, or Lakota, or Chickasaw, or Choctaw, but that wasn't the case. East Indians were always reclassified as Negroes in British colonial America. I say all that to say this, Kamala Harris is not the first East Indian woman that's passing as a black American woman. That's our history in this country, right? So I'm not playing that game because I can't, you know, we can't get to a position where we say, well, she's not really a black woman, even though she's not. But a lot of our grandmamas, who we always thought was Indian, (laughs) and she was, we just didn't know what kind of Indian grandmama was, right? So, we're not going to get on that. So, look, listen, listen, listen. Let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning of Mario Van People's statements, right? And let's give a small introduction because... A lot of us don't know how we know Mario Van Peebles right well many of us like for my generation we know him from New Jack City great actor New Jack City was a film that was uh, from what I hear was reacting the lifestyle of feigned drug dealer freeway Ricky Ross from California right they just changed a couple of things around they put Mario Van Peebles played one of the star cops in that film, right? And we also know him by a couple drop-in episodes on Living Single, right? Which was a hit show back in the 90s. And last but not least, Panthers, right? About the black political and social group that was out of Oakland, California. And, you know, we know that legacy of Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale, right? But... Even when that story Panthers, if we go a little deeper, we will find out that the Black Panther Party originated in central Alabama. That part was left out of the film, right? Central Alabama is where the Black Panther Party is from. And then there was a group of college kids, uh, Stokely Carmichael being one of them. He'd seen how everything was pressed up. He'd seen the political literature. He'd seen the icon of the Black Panther. He thought it was powerful, and he took it back to California. And then, boom, the rest is history, right? So, we're familiar with who Mario Van Peebles is because of his work. And we're familiar with his father because he does a lot of father and son drop-in bits on television shows and on movies, right? But let's just talk about his interview, right? Let's just talk about the first half of his interview, right? He says that he's sitting on the set and some friends, right, on the set, Hollywood guys, Actors, entertainers come to him and they ask him about 50 Cent. Now, I thought how he opened up his self-interview was interesting. They asked him about 50 Cent. There's so many things to ask a black director about, about a black actor about. There's so many different issues and so many different things going in the world to talk to a person of color about. But these guys elected to talk to Van Pebbles about 50 Cent. Because 50 Cent said he's going to vote for Trump. Okay. Now. They asked him about 50. Not about LeBron James. Right. LeBron James didn't come up in the conversation. He just recently signed on to make. A film about the 1921 Tulsa race riots. Which we know is Black Wall Street. He just recently executive produced. Um self-made which is the life story of madam cj walker this is also lebron james they didn't ask van pebbles about that they didn't ask van pebbles about what is his take on tyler perry and what did he think about a black american rising getting his wealth and owning the largest studio in america right against all odds no they didn't ask van pebbles about that right they didn't even go global with him right just say you know since you're the person of color on the set and you know you're the guy that i don't want to say token black but you're the guy we come to for the bliggity black questions and what's really going on in nigeria there's a lot of conflict and civil wars and it's 2020 and we thought we'd be past it but we're not what do you think is going on over there <laughs> they did the next Mario about that the next Mario about 50 cent The truth of the matter is the reason why they was asking Mario these questions about 50 Cent is they were fishing, right? This is what Big Mama called fishing. That's when them folks, right, start asking you questions to see if you somehow think the same way that 50 Cent is thinking. And what Mario did was he took to his social network handles to show his base, that he support liberals no matter what. And he's going to stand for liberals no matter what. No matter what they done to the black American community. He he just made his decision to be an official bootlicker. So we can actually put Mario right next to Roland Martin and Dio Hughley and Amanda Seals and Ricky Smiley and countless others because... That's their allegiance. It's not to you. It's not to us. Their allegiance is to the Democrat Party. No matter what they have done to us. So listen to the wording though with Mario. Mario says things like the language of the colonizers. Like what does that mean? What is the language of the colonizers? What values does colonizers have that you can equate that to a black conservative? Because it's a good chance that 50 is just trolling. That's what he does. But he's sending a message out to other black conservatives is listen you guys are lost and you need to evolve then he starts talking about the evolution of joe biden what evolution of joe biden nobody's seen any evolution of joe biden you can't downplay the crime bill like it was just a thing that he signed and he made a mistake no brother that was larger than a mistake if he wanted to fix that mistake he was sitting with barack the conscious guy right with the conscious wife that as you say for eight years and he could have he could have changed everything around and let those brothers go he didn't do it eight whole years but listen, listen let's just talk about joe biden right this is the guy that you said evolved and because he had this real big revelation and his epiphany and he's now see the light this was the real reason barack obama picked him as his vice president No, 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 brother. That's not why Barack picked him. Barack picked Joe Biden because he was white. He was a white man. That's why he picked him. Not only was he a so-called white man, he was a 1950s white male, which makes a difference. Not only was he a 1950s white male, Joe Biden had political connections. See, he's been in Senate over half his life. And at the time, Barack was just a junior senator. So that's why he picked Biden. But listen, we're going to talk about the evolving Joe Biden. What did Joe Biden say when he was asked about Barack Obama? He said he's the first clean African-American candidate. (laughs) What does that mean? The first clean African-American candidate? This is in 2008. What does that mean? You've been in politics for over half your life, and this is the first? That that doesn't make any sense. So, they asked him again, because they said, yo, you need to clarify your statements. And you know what Joe did? The evolving Joe? He doubled down on it. He said, no, no, what what I really meant was, he was the first mainstream African American who was articulate, and he's bright, and he's clean, and he's a nice-looking guy. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up bro You can't make it up What in the hell does that mean man To be the first mainstream African American Who is (laughs) articulate You can't can't make it up Not only is he articulate He's bright (laughs) So So I'm guessing that everybody else Must have been the contrary But this is Joe Biden and when it comes to Kamala Harris, who's the first East Indian black American woman that's running for the vice presidency, right? She's making history. She had a lot of power to assist our community who actually put her in her position, right? We voted her in. And what I mean, we, I mean the black and brown voters of California. But when she got in office, listen... She declined to advocate for the legislation of marijuana in California, which out there would have been a big deal because, see, that's why a lot of black and brown arrests was made solely due to marijuana, right? But she just didn't do it. She didn't support body cameras for police officers. She didn't do it. Well, Mario Woods, who had a knife on him, and he was surrounded by five police officers, and they shot him over 21 times. She could have did something about that. She just didn't, Right? Um, They was trying to provide legislation that would have required her office to go over police shootings independently. Her office, not the guy across the hallway, not the guy next door to her. Her office could have independently went over all police shootings, and she opposed that. She didn't want no parts of it. She defended the three strikes law. And then Kevin Cooper right who was a brother on death row had DNA evidence saying that he was innocent but Kamala opposed that evidence to keep him in jail and you know how the story broke New York Times broke that story now I don't know how many of you guys are aware of this that New York Times is a liberal publication right Anytime you get a liberal publication To go against a liberal candidate That means that somebody went way too far Beyond the pill When you get called out by your own Because that very rarely happens right? You never get called out by people in your own party People that's on your own base People that's on your own side People that who values you guys support It never happens But it happened And then that's when Kamala made her 180 And tried to make it look like she wished she would have did more for the Kevin Cooper case. No, she doesn't wish that. She made her pivot because she was trying to set herself up to run for presidency. And she was trying to clean up everything that she wasted. It was just a little too late. So we could continue to go on and on about these candidates. But we're going to continue the interview, right? There's a the second half. And he's going to talk about Trump, right? And I want him to get what he has to say out. So let's play the remaining portion of his self interview.
1: Let's go to Trump's past. Trump, okay, he didn't want black people to work with him, didn't want black people in his towers. Maybe that was in the past. He likes taking pictures with rappers or famous black folks. I get it, right? But when those five young brothers in Central Park got accused of raping that white woman, he took out a full-page ad saying, these guys should get the death penalty. Before they had a trial. They should get the death penalty. He paid more on that ad probably than he did in taxes. And when they were proven innocent, he didn't apologize. No, did he change? Did he evolve as a human being? No, he's still embracing races. He's still embracing these proud boys and the, these tiki torch cats, right? He don't care about people that look like me or 50, but that I understand that's not what 50's looking at because 50 unfortunately seems to have bought into Confusing money with freedom. See, Malcolm X, a brother with consciousness, said, we must have freedom by any means necessary. But when you're a low consciousness rapper, you go, freedom by any means necessary? I just want to get paid. So I just say, I got it. Get paid by any means necessary. Now you've inverted. You've you've gotten tricked to thinking money is freedom. No, money is is a means. It's a tool. It's not an ends, man. So let's break it down. If you're Donald Trump, what do you care about? Low consciousness, cat. you just care about money, hotels, whoever dies with the most hotels wins. That's how you play this Monopoly game of life. That's that's the low consciousness look at life, right? You embrace materialism, all your friends go to jail, you don't care, you'll turn on anybody. It's all about getting paid, that's it. It's like a white rapper. How do you treat women? Grab them by the genitals, don't give a damn, treat them like hoes. Sound like a gangster rapper to me, right? Big... Kind of the same deal. Dr. King says we either learn to live together as brothers and sisters or we all perish together as fools. And I love to mess up a good quote, so here I go. I'm going to add to that, it's not just about racial diversity now, it's also about biodiversity. That too is on the ballot, the very existence of the planet. Our existence on this planet is on the planet, is on the ballot, and there's no planet B that I know of. So I would say we either learn to live together as brothers and sisters also in harmony with nature or we all perish together as fools. That's where it's at now. That's how important this election is now. So you want to be cute and say something silly and maybe think you're going to pay less taxes if you get in a real high tax bracket. I ain't making that kind of money, but if you were, would you do it knowing that black people are getting hit first and worst by this pandemic that this reality TV show dude is denying exists. This Trump guy, as, as Obama said, would rather, wants to take credit for an economy inherited, he inherited and zero blame for a pandemic that he's ignoring that's affecting black folks that look like 50 and brown folks that look like 50 and me and you, and we're dying of it. Would you pay less taxes knowing people are dying like that? No, man. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Our kids are all going to breathe the same air in the future. So uh, whether you're a good person or a bad person, we ain't got time for it no more, man. If you're you're just doing what the colonizer did, you're kind of a modern day Uncle Tom. And you could be a white or black or Asian. If you just think money's the only God and you're going to let the animals go extinct and the planet die off so that you can have some more money, then good or not, You're not a part of the solution. You're a part of the problem. That's what I think.
0: All right, and we're back. Thank you guys so much for listening to the interview that Mario Pebbles was giving himself as he's just doing the self-interviewing thing, speaking to the world about the importance of this election and how important it is for you to vote Democrat and... Also, how important it is to not be an Uncle Tom like 50 Cent because I don't know if you caught it, but it was two or three times in the second half of the seven minute video in which he just straight up called 50 and Uncle Tom for supporting Trump. Okay, now, so let's go back, man. Right? Let's go back to the beginning of how he started off the second half of this conversation, right? He started off with talking about the Central Park Five was five brothers and... At this point, when Mario was talking, I mean, listen. This brother poured out the Oscar award-winning performance, the trumpet award, the Emmys, the NAACP award, the <laughs> the uh, BET award. I mean, the brother dug deep. He even got a Source award about this because he was convincing. Man, he was a real actor in this case, right? He started talking about. The Central Park Five case and how this is a demonstration of how Trump has not evolved as a person because Mario spent the first half of the video talking about how the Democrats have evolved. Joe Biden in particular, and he's showing how Donald Trump have not evolved. Now, I'm not here for that to talk about whose evolution is the greatest as a human being. I'm here to say this, right? You know, nobody needs to defend Trump that guy says what he says he got to stand by it but we just got to be clear on the position of black entertainers as bootlickers mario was just bootlegging. i haven't seen the guy talk about anything lately in years and he come out to talk about this right but maybe you know maybe i don't know maybe i'm not following the guy that much right so let's go back to the central park five case now um I take what Trump did in a Central Park Five no different than what I take of what Spike Lee did because it's okay to show racial pride. Kind of like in America, it's not okay for so-called white people to show racial pride because their relationship with other groups, it tends to look a little weird. And I'm okay with that, right? I'm okay with that. But again... What Trump did showing racial pride is no different than what Spike Lee did in showing racial pride. And this is what I mean when I say that. Trump took out a five-page ad or maybe a four-page, a three-page, I don't know, two, something like that. But to my understanding, he was calling for the death penalty of Central Park Five, four blacks, one Hispanic, that got caught up with a woman that was allegedly raped in central park she was a jogger right and he called for the death penalty now mario says that trump didn't evolve because even though the central park five have been exonerated they're free right they're doing great things speaking counseling everything trump will not apologize for saying that those guys were criminals right he just won't do it okay okay so we got that part that's no different than Spike Lee, because Spike Lee posted the alleged address of George Zimmerman or George Zimmerman parents, with the intentions of somebody going by there and doing their due diligence and blowing dude brains out. And When I'm talking about dude, I'm talking about George Zimmerman. And George Zimmerman since then have went through the legal process and has been found innocent. Now, do we see Spike Lee? on any social network platform or any interview saying well I apologize I got George Zimmerman all wrong he really is an innocent guy and uh, I should have never did that no if you ask Spike today he still say well George is guilty and if you ask Trump he will still say the Central Park 5 guys is guilty but some way the media spends that as it's one guy being racist and there's another guy that just sticking up for his people see that's how they spend that that's just how it works in America. But let's dig a little deeper since we're talking about the Central Park Five. Okay, because the basis of this conversation is talking about politics. Now, the Central Park Five, Donald Trump took out the ad based on what and whose information. That's the deeper question. Now, what really happened is that the prosecutors that's involved in this case, Linda Fairstein and Elizabeth Letter, They were the ones that cooked up this story along with detectives that worked at the 20th Precinct that coerced these false confessions out of these teens. That's what really happened. Now, if we talk about the political aspect of that, though, Linda Fairstein and Elizabeth Littier, they're both Democrats. Now, how does that work now? We bring up a Central Five case. When I say we, I mean Mario. But the people that's at the root of the issue are Democrats. How does that work? And you got a private citizen, which is Donald Trump, acting off of the words of Democrat prosecutors. And to add injury to insult, the person that's on the ballot (laughs) right now on the Democrat team is another Democrat prosecutor who we call Kamala Harris. How is this working? But this is a case from 1989, right? So let's talk about a couple of situations from private citizen Donald Trump. And look, we're just having a conversation. I'm not here to defend this guy, right? That's not what I'm doing. We're just talking about what's really going on and how these liberals have a double standard. They point some things one way, but when it comes to conservatives, you're supposed to look at it a different way. Okay, now watch this. There's a great singer. Great talent Beautiful young lady Right Out of Chicago Her name is Jennifer Hudson Right Great talent And unfortunately Jennifer in her life Met some Challenges And she met tragedy Right There was Loved ones in her family That were killed Without a cause And the media didn't know What was going on Her family was attacked. Jennifer I'm talking about. Nobody really knew what was going on. But there was a private citizen. His name was Donald Trump. And he reached out to her. And because he likes to quote unquote take pictures with rappers and entertainers. And that's all he do according to Mario. This private citizen put her up in the Trump Towers for her safety. Not only her. Her family as well. And she was allowed to stay there as long as she wanted so she can recover mentally what was going on and he didn't charge her anything right okay many 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 years later Donald Trump this private citizen decided to run for politics decided to run for the presidency and he won the presidency and he reaches back out to Jennifer and he says hey listen if it be at all possible I would love for you to come sing at my inauguration and you know what Jennifer told him I can't do it because if I stand next to you, my career will be in jeopardy because the people think that you're racist. People like Mario and liberal media would have tore her down. So she didn't stand on her principle like she should have. Because when somebody look out for you, you stand tall and you look out for them. She just didn't do it. So this is an example of how media twist things to make people look at other people other ways But we're talking about private citizens Trump so let me give you another story right There's another guy From Chicago Same town as Jennifer The good Reverend Jesse Jackson Known for hanging out with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And he got a big name In the civil right And he got a big name in the Democrat Party Well Jesse The good Reverend wanted to run for presidency And the money really wasn't there. But to make his campaign look legitimate, Trump put him in an office on Park Place so he could potentially be the first black president of America. Now, I don't know if Jesse Jackson, if his look or he can articulate his words good enough that would have passed the Biden standard. Nevertheless, this private citizen, Donald Trump, looked out for Jesse. And what did the good Jesse Jackson do, the good Revin, do when Trump was running for the presidency? Because I'm showing you guys a pattern now. Have any of you guys, though, because this is the second election now, have anybody seen the good Revin Jesse Jackson lately? Have anybody seen him? No, you haven't seen him. You know why you haven't seen him? Because the good Revin just left the White House. A good reverend Just left the White House Because He got a friend In politics The friend name is Rod Blogovich And Rod Went to jail And Rod Was sentenced In federal prison For about 10 or 15 years I don't know the number And He come out of Illinois And Jesse Went to the White House So he could talk to Trump So he can let his buddy out And what did Trump do? He gave his but he pardon and let him out Jesse can't come to the community and say hey man this guy's alright if you go to him and you need some help he'll look out for you because that will go against the See, you see how it's working he can do things for you but it's only in secret so you got Jennifer Hudson can't stand next to Trump and he looked out for her you got the good Reverend Jesse Jackson that Trump look out for but Jesse can't say anything So now the real question is that how could he be helping people and these people can't say nothing? Easy, because people like Mario Van Pebbles is going to tear you down. People like Roland Martin is going to tear you down. People like Dio Heuglick is going to tear you down. People like Don Lemon is going to tear you down. This is why Jesse can't say nothing, right? He got to play a certain role. This is why Steve Harvey got tore down. He kept the help, though. He didn't give that HUD number back, but he got tore down. This is why Van Jones got tore down. Right. This is why, God bless the dead. we love Nipsey Hussle. And he made a song saying F Trump, but he used Trump's opportunity zones to build his businesses on Crenshaw. See, that's how that kind of works. Same thing with rapper T.I. in Georgia. He says F Trump, but he also uses these opportunity zones to build his community up in Atlanta, Georgia. Maybe all of this is a different conversation for a different day. Right. Here's the deal. Mario is doing what he's paid to do. It took a gangster rapper. 50 cent. That talks about. Women and drugs and violence and shooting. And he made get Richard Die trying And he made the candy shop. And he made countless amounts of mixtapes. And it just takes one rapper. To stand next to a conservative. And now people come out against you. Right. Now they come out against you. Because they're saying you're not sitting in your place. Mario is telling 50 that money doesn't make you free. Just think about that. Money doesn't make you free. Brother, if 50 Cent was truly a free man in your eyes, you wouldn't even took to your Twitter. You wouldn't even have this conversation because a free person, a free agent can vote for whoever they want for whatever reason that they want. But here's the double standard that black liberals and white liberals put on black people. When you say you want to vote conservative, you got to justify why. See, that's the double standard. Did you catch it? You got to justify why you like Trump. You got to justify why you like Bush one. You got to justify why you like the Bush two. You got to justify why did you like Romney? Any of these candidates that come up, you got to justify why you like them. But if you're a black person and you just like Democrat, you don't have to justify it. You're somehow on a higher level, a higher vibration of consciousness. We vote our values. If money is a part of his value system and this is why he's going to vote for a candidate, I'm okay with that. Even though I think that 50 is trolling, but I'm okay with that. And this whole idea of him closing the video out, with talking about this virus and Joe Biden. Listen, man, putting Joe Biden in office is not going to stop this virus overnight. Where do they get this stuff from, bro? These bootleggers are here to control you. If you can't see it, Listen. I said it before black americans have to really make a decision on whether they want to be free or not whether we truly want to be free to be equal in all things because if you are truly equal and you truly free you can vote for whoever you want to vote for and it's no problem they're only coming out against black entertainers you know how many white entertainers are standing next to trump and nobody's saying nothing where's the video for mario about them They need to raise their consciousness up. Where's the video about them? He's calling them Uncle Times. Where's the video about Jews that's supporting Trump? Trump got 30% of the Hispanic vote. He got 30% of the Asian vote. Where's Mario's video about them? It's not there. But you going to attack a brother of yours when these Democrats already get 90% of our vote? That doesn't make sense. You're not free people. You're not free is the message. You're not free to vote for who you want to. We tell you what to do. And the minute that you think that you are a free thinker and a free voter, you're going to have a problem from them. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. Real Black this One Podcast. Big VJ. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace.